Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. This is Peter Padilla. Glad to be with you today on a very nice holiday month, December 2020. Who would have thought the year would have been winding up this way when we were way back in January or February? Wow. Amazing. We're going to talk about how it's affected real estate in northern Nevada, how the pricing is looking now compared to back then before COVID. We're also going to to talk to a business expert to help us understand a little bit more how people that own real estate in Northern Nevada, and I'm talking about commercial real estate that used to have a lot of business, maybe foot traffic, and now don't or can't, how are they surviving or are they? And what are some of the differences from here and across the country? We'll have Sherry Hill on the radio show and more after this. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. Hi, this is Sherry Hill from Sage International wishing you all a peaceful and blessed holiday season. I love Sherry Hill, and you will too after you listen to the Sherry Hill Radio Show. Sherry Hill is known as the wealth protection diva because she knows the world of business like no one else. Robert Kiyosaki, author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, recommended her book, Incorporate and Get Rich. And to this day, the phone keeps on ringing from people that want more success from their business. Tune in every Monday to the Sherry Hill Radio Show, 1130 a.m. right here on 1180 a.m. radio, the Sherry Hill Show, Mondays, 1130 a.m. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Great day today because with me in the studio, Sherry Hill, President, CEO, the Wealth Protection Diva at Sage International. Welcome to our show, Sherry. Well, happy holidays, Peter. Thank you. Happy holidays to you, too. December is really turning out to be a nice month weather-wise, very pleasant, snow in the mountains. And, you know, from a bird's eye view, you take a look at northern Nevada, and it's pretty well rolling along like... Always. I go to the uh, grocery stores. It's packed. I go to the hardware stores. They're packed. Um, you know, I go almost anywhere except restaurants, and I see a lot of activity. It's kind of funny how some businesses have been impacted by COVID, Sherry, to the point to where they've had to essentially close their businesses. And then others, their businesses booming way up. And both types of businesses, in, in so many cases, they involve a lot of foot traffic. How are people dealing with that that own real estate? You talk to a lot of business owners here locally and across the country. How are these business owners dealing with it or are they dealing with it uh, with such a dramatic slowdown in foot traffic? Well, a lot of them have to think outside the box. So, you know, specifically if you're in business, like for us, we're notary publics, right? We have to be open for people to come in course now we have big signage about wearing masks everyone has to mask up yeah and yet you know a lot of the needs of the community haven't changed but what has changed is our ability to get those needs met so when you look at business owners in the service sector certainly not hard hit as someone who is in retail or restaurant or you know requires a lot of people on the spot to come in and out so right the small boutique shops that have yeah you know, it's you it's know just, obviously a lot more have moved to online mm-hmm. product sales certainly telephone is back in fashion right. and so it's just yeah you've, you've got to be ready for whatever's going to happen whatever crises i mean this is one of many that we who have been in business for a long time have experienced and know this isn't going to be the last one so you know if you own a business let's say in downtown reno and 
uh, 12 months ago, Sherry, you were looking at potential crisis that you could uh, you know, be going through in, if you live in downtown Reno. Well, you know, I think the biggest one would be a flood because they were impacted by floods so severely. And uh, I think that would just be devastating if I had a small shop right by the river and I know a business that's there right now. Uh, I also know that when we had a drought, really bad drought, three, four, five, six years ago, the water activity was down so low that it caused a big hardship on the businesses that depend on the Whitewater Raft Park. And so their businesses were way off. And if they came into business just before that, it's very likely they would have really been suffering because here they are expecting a big turnout and then boom, they get hit with this. So you're opening up a business and you think about downtown and you think about what are the things that could hit me? You get prepared. Who would have thought of a virus? I mean, now, of course, in December of 2020, it's on the list. If I'm opening up a business right now, thinking about opening up a business, I need to know how would that impact this business if this virus comes back, another one like it, if this one keeps going. I mean, it's just amazing. This is one more thing you have to be prepared for. Well, it's also something to think about what is the business going to look like. Obviously, working with a lot of people that are doing a lot of online sales because the shopping experience has completely changed. You know, it's really been evolving over the last five years or so, but now it's even more important. Mm -hmm. So I'm setting up a lot of people that are going to be selling on Etsy or Amazon. Those are across the country. That's nice. You also have a lot of people that still are uh, positioned to invest in real estate, but they're investing in real estate to get out of the state they live in, like the fast exodus coming out of California and certainly on the West Coast, moving to Texas and Tennessee and other states that don't have the dramatic draconian issues that some of these larger states have. Sherry Hill, president and CEO of Sage International, is my guest Today, we're talking about real estate as far as real estate for businesses and how it is impacted by all of the goings on from 2020, the COVID virus. And, you know, Sherry, I don't believe it is so much the virus that has impacted business so much. I believe it has been the ridiculous reactions to this virus that has screwed up business so much. And it's just one more obstacle that is constantly in front of practically everybody that had dependent dependent on face-to-face -face foot traffic or inter close interaction with people. I know a lot of people that get their business by going to business networking events, 50, 100 people at a time. The more, the better. Invite more people, share food, buffets, uh, try the salad, cocktails. All of that, it's gone. Is it ever going to come back? And even if it does come back, is it going to be secure? That kind of business where you depend on face-to-face. -face, I have a feeling this virus, this scare, is going to be a, an ongoing thing for a while. Or people are going to be so unafraid of these things because it's going to be the old uh, little boy who cried wolf syndrome. Too many viruses come that kill too few people, and before long people won't be listening. Well, behavior changes. So it's one of those where you go, do I really need to spend a lot of time out there in the networking world or am I better off to do one-on-one -on -one Zoom or phone calls or to get to know someone much better or revisit all those existing relationships that you've held on to for so long? It's, it's different. It's always going to be different. And like I say, after every single crisis, you change the way you do business. You start to think outside the box. You develop different streams of revenue or build different types of relationships because you have to. Right. Right? Right. Mm -hmm. that's, the, that's the most incredible thing about us as humans, Sherry, is that unlike plants and animals to a degree, but mostly like plants, when the environment changes, you can't up and move. You're stuck, your roots, if you're a tree, you're not moving. But as a human being, we can move to areas in our mind and physically that are more beneficial and have more opportunities for our future. And I'm talking about the kind of careers that people choose. I mean, young people today that are looking at how they're going to make their living in the future and where their careers are headed, 
they're meeting obstacles now if there's a lot of people involved because I know they can't maneuver. Maybe it is going digital. Maybe the idea is to move our thoughts to a different way of thinking about business. What do you think? Well, you know, it's it's one of those where when you look at the Industrial Revolution, mm -hmm. it pulled all the people off the farms and put them into factories. Yeah. So in this particular wave, it's going to be a lot of young people that their options are, I can go work in a warehouse, I can get into data analytics, I can get into robotics, yeah. and it's, you know, what we call surfs up, yes. right? The surfdom, meaning, all these people are going to become W-2 employees. Well, my world is about entrepreneurship, and it is tragic what is going on across this country with regards to small business and how these large cities are trying to do everything in their power to make sure that the small business owner dies with COVID. And it's tragic because we are the backbone of this country and we should be doing everything in our power to support small business, not big tech, not big global corporations, the small business. Wow, that's, that's exactly it, Sherry. Stop buying Coca-Cola and Nike and all these global organizations that don't give a crap about the people in their own country. They're more interested in, you know, the IPOs and all the other stuff and stop supporting them. Get out there and support your local coffee shop and your local restaurant and your local small business so that we ensure that we have a community that we love and we enjoy and we can get everything we need right here. Exactly. We don't need to go global. We don't need to be going multi-corporate. Sherry Hill, there's some things that there's almost a monopoly on. And we can't avoid some purchases from global or big corporate entities. But we do need to support small businesses, and there's many ways to do that. I was reading in the Wall Street Journal yesterday, in fact, that it's a relatively new phenomenon in that there are more small mom-and-pop restaurants across the country than there are franchise restaurants across the country. And this is something that has changed over the course of the last few years, uh, which tells me that up until COVID, uh, there was a dramatic shift in people wanting to have and, and support local small businesses much more so. I mean, take a look at what's happened in Reno. You look at Midtown. That's all about boutique and local and small shops. You're not going to see, I'm sure, a McDonald's downtown. Thank God there isn't a Starbucks right there in that spot where Midtown is. It's artsy. It's classy. It's got a unique local feel. And I, it just seems so odd, Sherry Hill. It's almost like it was intentional that suddenly, out of the blue, the only businesses that are really able to stay in business now in America, when you look at the big picture, are the big corporate giants and global corporations. It's a travesty. Sherry Hill, I have so much more that I want to talk to you about. Can you hang on for just a minute after we come back from this quick commercial break? Yes, thank you. Thank you, Sherry. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team right here on 1180 AM Radio. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of homeownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio, Thursday, 3 p.m. on 1180 AM Radio. Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company is an equal housing lender. Company NMLS number 3274. NV Banker number 1076. NV Broker number 1141. Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045. Telephone number 775-453-0345. Located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200. Reno, Nevada 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Subject to change without notice. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? 
For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. We're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thanks for staying with us, Sherry Hill. I'm really glad that you're taking the time to talk with us today. And the reason we've been talking about the state of business for commercial real estate owners, small business owners in northern Nevada and across the country and how it's been impacted by COVID is because people are really starting to think, I believe, Sherry Hill, about different ways of thinking about business. And practically all business I think about involves real estate. So many people in the high-tech world are wanting to come to northern Nevada because it's a hop, skip, and a jump from the Bay Area and all of the technology growth here. The reality is so many more people now, and I believe will work from home in the future, people don't need to live so close to the home base anymore. In fact, in many cases, and I think many businesses, will actually prefer that you not come to the home base. No need to. If there is no need to in the digital world, I can see opportunities, Sherry, in the local real estate world where you look at our huge growth in median home prices for people to take a second look and say, you know what, Amarillo, Texas might be better. Maybe Rocky Ford, Colorado might be better. How about Little Rock, Arkansas might be better. Could the same thing be happening, Sherry, with the business world as well? If they want to stay in retail, they're not going to be able to afford the huge growth in pricing from the West Coast. Right. Absolutely. And that's why I'm seeing a lot of people that are shifting around the country. And the good news is that I can help them literally pick up that business and move it to the next location. Yeah. So I do a lot of what I call re-domestications or we foreign qualify a lot of companies so that they're up and running as soon as they they hit the new dirt. Right. Uh Yeah. And it's really kind of exciting. And so uh, you know, I'm just always fascinated by what people are doing and where they're doing it. And so I want people to understand that, you know, just because you want to leave Nevada or California or the West Coast and move potentially uh, east, that that same business that you've worked so hard on, a lot of times we have the opportunity to maintain that same company, mm-hmm. right, in the new state. Yes. And so there's ways that we can do that. I've been doing a lot of that right now. You know, when you need to move your family and your household goods, that's big enough as it is. But thinking about moving your business from outside the state, uh, people would really benefit well, Sherry Hill, from working with you. You've got some experience in doing that, don't you? Yes lot. <laughs> I know you. You moved your business uh, California to Nevada many years ago. You're now in your 28th year, I believe, and it's fantastic. You're here in northern Nevada, same office location as you were when you and your father, the late Clarence C.W. Allen, it's just amazing the work that you do. I love talking with you because so many people in the real estate world talk to me about all of the people that are coming to northern Nevada or they're coming from California. They're moving here from Oregon and they, you know, they share with us from the out-of-state people. But you have a perspective that's really, truly nationwide because different people in different parts of the country benefit from incorporating their business in different ways and in different states. Yeah. And, you know, one of the questions I seem to be asking a lot lately is, can I run multiple types of businesses out of the same entity? Which the answer is yes. So you can have multiple streams of income all flowing into the same corp or LLC. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm finding so fun because one guy just set up, he's creating a farm, but he also sells hubcaps online. And while that sounds odd, yet when you think of people, industrious, entrepreneurial, Mm -hmm. we don't settle for just, oh, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go punch this, you know, uh, time card every day and I'm going to do the same thing over and over, constantly thinking, innovating, being creative. And how do you serve a need out there? So, you know, I share I think the true Americans in this uh, world are entrepreneurs. I mean, you look at our founding fathers, they were all entrepreneurs, and essentially, as much as they fought for their freedoms, uh, be it uh, freedom of speech, uh, freedom of religion, etc., etc., 
the Constitution, the Bill of Rights. Nowhere does it say the word entrepreneur that I know of, but you know what? It resonates. When well, I it read is those the pursuit of happiness. See, the pursuit of happiness is that I create my own destiny and I'm in control of my own destiny, right? Does it take an entrepreneur <laughs> to pursue happiness? Well, no, people can be happy at any, any direction, but I'm just saying I find that people who are more entrepreneurial yeah. tend to be happier because you realize that you're not dependent on anybody else. You're not mm -hmm. waiting for somebody else mm -hmm. to, you know, it just, yeah. now that doesn't mean that when you're in business, you aren't dependent on other people, but there's right. just a sense of freedom. Yes, there is. And, and I think that the fact that the word entrepreneur is so close in meaning to me, Sherry, from the, the word industrious. When you're industrious, you're creating, you're looking for ways to improve, make things better. If you're an industrious entrepreneur, you're doing the same thing, only now you're going to make business come your way because you own the business and you're going to make the money. An industrious person, I believe many times, is just one step away from being a great entrepreneur. Certainly, and it, it does take a creative spirit, it does take knowledge, and it does take, as I've always said, you had to have been born with two guts to own your own business because you're always going to be facing something, whether it's internal, external, global, you name it, mm -hmm. it affects all of us, and yet I know the resilience, the population that is the most resilient is the small business owner. Absolutely. I encourage all of our listeners, all of my friends, all of my family to support local business whenever you can. Look, the price differential might be a few percentage points here and there. It might not. It doesn't really matter. The thing is, when you support a local business, you're helping someone stay in business so that the convenience of having that business is always there for you, your friends, your family, and your neighbors. That small business person could well someday recommend you if you have a business or help you if you're just a customer because they know you and they care about you as opposed to the global multinational big corporations that so many of us are forced to deal with on a daily basis. The Christmas season is coming up, Sherry Hill. A lot of people are wondering what they're going to do during the holidays. Right now there's a call for lockdowns, hunker downs, there's no get downs. That's the only one I'd like to hear about. But it's really about staying home again. One more time, I think it really emphasizes the fact that owning your own business, a home-based business nowadays especially, or a business that does not require traffic into a retail location is huge. If people are thinking about getting into business on their own, they're just at that early stage right now. This has to be a big wake-up call for them, Sherry Hill, as to Am I getting into the right kind of business? Well, you think about all the people that, you know, have great knowledge or talent, uh, consultants, bookkeepers, people like that that can serve a lot of people, but you can work from home, yeah. right? So yeah. I just set up a new consultant who asked me about a bookkeeper who I had just set up her entity as a bookkeeper, even though she's been doing it for years, and now I'm cross-connecting the two of them, Yeah. right? Yeah. And so when you think about what is the industries or businesses that everyone still needs and, and must rely on, I mean, think financial, think bookkeeping, think accounting, think ways that you can support uh, industries or businesses, and that's where opportunity is. Yes. One of the things that many homeowners, Sherry Hill, during the coronavirus have discovered and I would suspect business owners have as well, is how to operate more efficiently. Maybe some expenses that businesses used to have when you had a lot of people coming through the door, a lot of staff, a lot of water cooler activity, the employee lounge, etc. Those things really aren't there anymore for the most part. Yeah, I mean, you have to look at every single expense and justify why you're spending it, right? So, Crisis mode is always, you know, you, you look to the financials first because cash is still king. Yes. And so are there things that you're spending money on or wasting time or mm -hmm. energy mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. processes 
that really are not serving the bottom line. Yeah. So it's it's really a great time to do a full audit yeah. on your business, especially getting ready for the new year so that you tap into, you know, the strategies, strategic planning, thinking about mm-hmm. what do you want to concentrate on for next year. Mm-hmm. And it's just really a good time to to look at everything that you're doing, what you're spending, where's your focus, where are you putting your resources, Mm -hmm. and does that still make sense for the new year? Absolutely, Sherry Hill. And I've always encouraged our homeowners, new homeowners, existing homeowners, regardless of whether they own a business, to run their operation at their home like a business. So a lot of us have had to have certain expenses before COVID because of that was our lifestyle. You have expenses to operate your lifestyle. Suddenly COVID hits and you're no longer encouraged to go places. You're no longer wanted to go places. In some cases, uh, you're forbidden from going to work. So obviously you're going to be stuck at home. But, you know, what does this mean? Lifestyle change? You've got to change your operations. Look, suddenly you're not spending as much on fuel. Gas expenses are way down. Auto maintenance, way down. What else is way down? Frivolous spending. Uh, dining out. It's all going down, down, down. I know a couple, lovely couple, friends of mine, they used to pay $350 a month to clean their home every month because they were always at work, too busy to even dust. Now they're working from home and guess what they're doing? They're dusting. They're saving $350 a month because of a lifestyle change that they had nothing to do with. It just happened. But look, that's what I'm saying. As your lifestyle is forcibly changed, find ways to at least get some efficiency out of it when you run your household. Sherry Hill, I guarantee you, businesses are doing the same. Absolutely. They must. You want to hang on to your employees and make sure that everyone that you support, vendors, suppliers, your employees come through this crisis, then yeah, you've got to make some cuts or sacrifices, but do it, you know, smartly, right? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. You have to be, have, be strategic in your yeah. operations. And Sherry, I, I have talked to our listeners about the fact that you deal with businesses all across the country, people that live all across the country. You and I have done some traveling. And as always on my radio shows, I'm encouraging people who live in Nevada, especially if you're a native of Nevada, to buy real estate as quickly as you can because the prices, they're going way up. And the interest rates are unbelievably low right now. Interest rates are low, but prices are going up. And, you know, when one of them does not look good, it's still tough. And I'll tell you the reason is because I know that when interest rates are low, it's actually more complicated to get a loan because there's more scrutiny. It requires a higher FICO score or maybe more down payment, et cetera, et cetera. The key is this. You've got to find a way to buy real estate in Nevada if you don't own real estate already. Please, Nevada residents, call Brian Cushing at the Guild Mortgage Company. He can help you. 775-453-0345. His NMLS license number is 303045. Let him know you want to buy real estate in Nevada. Sherry Hill is with me. And Sherry, I want to ask you a question. If somebody was looking to move from a state, let's say, to the west of Nevada, and we wanted to encourage those individuals to move to a state with outstanding opportunities somewhere in the middle of the country, what are some of the states that you like? Well, I've seen a lot of activity in the uh, North Carolina, Tennessee. Certainly, you know, you have to look at where are states investing? Florida, a lot of people moving to Florida, right? Mm-hmm. And getting away from states that are purely dependent on one or two industries. Uh-huh. Nevada, unfortunately, has been dependent on one or two industries for decades right. and now paying the price for that. So when you look at states, where where is there a lot going on? You know, biomedical, pharmaceuticals, you look at construction, all these places where there's growth and opportunity not related to one industry like energy or mining where, you know, it goes up and down and bust or boom, basically. So, yes, it's always nice to be welcomed and invited to move to a state. I know that there's activity, marketing activity to encourage people to move to Oklahoma, also Arkansas. Mm hmm. And I know that many people, we were recently, Sherry, you and I visited Texas, and I love Tejas. There's just something about it. It's got a great feel, and I know more and more people, a lot of my friends have moved to Tejas. So 
please, if you're moving out of state, uh, consider something besides Nevada. Consider another state. Call yeah, Sherry keep, Hill. Keep going east. Yeah, depending <laughs> on, look, the, if you're a business owner, if you have a business, you want business, you run or invest in real estate, it doesn't matter. You've got to call and talk to Sherry Hill because she will tell you the best state for your own individual situation that you want to consider to either relocate or to have your business, etc., etc. The main thing I'm saying is you can't just make a move on what's popular because what's popular today may not be popular tomorrow, and you want to make sure that you're adequately covered. Some of the values I've seen in the middle part of the country, Sherry, it's incredible. It's almost like a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. Sherry Hill, I'm glad that you've been with us today. One final word from you about business in America as we roll into 2021. What's it going to look like? Well, I hope that a lot of the small business owners keep hope. Keep hope alive. Do everything you can to keep your doors open. Be creative in that. Think of expanding ways that you can serve your clients and your customer base different ways to develop streams of revenue, and we will get through it. Words of wisdom from Sherry Hill. Sage International, if you want to reach Sherry Hill, visit her website, sageintl.com, and tell her Peter sent you. All right. Happy holidays. Thank you. All right. We'll be back with more on our radio show after this. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99-plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. Natakwa. Natakwa News, the original, entertaining, informative, and historic publication. Natakwa News is a community newspaper with good news, history, travel, and fun. Natakwa News is delivered to the north slopes of the Sierra Nevada throughout Nevada and California. It's a delightful experience of yesteryear. The articles are outstanding, and the illustrations bring the stories to life. Fun for all ages. Natakwa News. Pick up your copy today. Hello, everybody. Peter Padilla here with you. Join Nevada Real Estate Radio. I talk to industry experts from all across the country and also right here in northern Nevada to help us know what's the best thing to think about if we're moving into the world of real estate. If you're living in northern Nevada, you absolutely have seen the market prices go up. The latest stats from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors just came in, and the median home price is $455,000. Now, keep in mind, that's the median home price for a three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage, stick-built home, typical home in a typical neighborhood. Some homes are going to run a little bit more, some a little bit less, because the median home price means half of the homes in any given period sold for more than the median home price. And half of the homes sold for less than the median home price. Still, it's a good indication of where values are and an answer as to whether you made a good decision when you bought your home five or six or seven years ago. Eight, nine, ten. I mean, you can see that in all aspects. You probably are looking at substantial appreciation and value over the course of the last several years and maybe even more. It's really amazing. It makes it tough for people though that already live in Northern Nevada, maybe that have been lifelong residents and still haven't been able to pull the trigger on buying real estate. I encourage everyone to get on it. You've got to buy some real estate because before long you may not be able to. Time is running out. I encourage you to talk to not only Brian Cushing from the Cushing team about a mortgage, but also talk to Dan Ryder. Dan is an outstanding broker and owner of Nevada Home Connections right here in northern Nevada. Dan can help you find the right home for the right kind of lifestyle that you want. 
sometimes we want to change. We want to move up to something new, maybe something a little bit different. Well, when that happens, what do we do? We talk to somebody that can help us. Somebody that actually knows what we're looking for. Example, horse property. A lot of people like to have horse property in northern Nevada. Dan Ryder, he's a great person to talk about horse property. He's dealt in a number of horse property transactions. And Dan is a horseman in his own right. So he knows some of the special things you'll look for if you're looking for horse property. He, Dan lives in the city of Reno, so of course he knows the neighborhoods like nobody else. Want to learn more? Visit Dan Ryder's website, relocatingtoreno.com. Tell him Peter sent you. Today, I'm talking about several things besides, you know, how to run your business during the COVID area, how to think about home buying during the COVID area. If you can find a way, you've still got to do that. You've got to find a way to invest in northern Nevada before people from other states come here and take it all away. It's very, very possible. You can tell by the way the numbers are going up that you've absolutely got to be focused and you've got to set your mind on buying real estate. Look, there were only 616 units sold in the last 30 days. That means a lot of people are looking for homes and they're just not out there. Maybe they're looking for the perfect home. Maybe they're looking for the home at the right price. Maybe, maybe, maybe. All sorts of things. You might have to be more flexible during this era. You know, with the prices being what they are, the availability being tight, I'm encouraging people to look at some of the outlying areas of Reno, Sparks, and Carson City. I'm seeing some great deals come from as far as Dayton, from Yarrington, Fernley, Fallon. There are a lot of small communities in and around the metro areas of northern Nevada that offer outstanding values and some really, really attractive home sites. I mean, we've got mountains all around us. It's a beautiful area. And, you know, if you really want to live in downtown Reno, that's one thing. But can you afford it? Can you afford to live there and have a lifestyle that you want? If you can't, I suggest you look a little bit outside of the metro areas. Again, not a lot of homes to buy. However, if you put your mind to it and you get a top-notch real estate professional and a top-notch mortgage lender on your side, they can help guide you to the process of getting started, getting in the middle of it, and then ultimately accomplishing the goal that you've got for you and your family. Home ownership in Northern Nevada. Give Dan Ryder a call. Telephone number 775-742-3376. And Dan Ryder's Nevada real estate agent license number is Be Like in Boy 29139. If you want to call about a mortgage, call Brian Cushing. 775-453-0345 and Brian Cushing's NMLS license number is 303045. All of his contact information is on our website, nevadarealestateradio.com. When we come back, I'm going to talk a lot, little bit about how you can get out of debt and then be prepared to elevate your stuff to a homeowner. We'll be right back. Natakwa, Natakwa News, the original, entertaining, informative, and historic publication. Natakwa News is a community newspaper with good news, history, travel, and fun. Natakwa News is delivered to the north slopes of the Sierra Nevada throughout Nevada and California. It's a delightful experience of yesteryear. The articles are outstanding, and the illustrations bring the stories to life. Fun for all ages. Natakwa News. Pick up your copy today. I'm glad you're tuned in to our radio show today, helping people make great decisions when it comes time to buy or sell real estate. Many people that I talk to tell me that they really don't think they're in a position where they can buy real estate because they either don't have enough income for down payment, maybe they have bad credit, maybe their income is so low they can barely afford to pay their bills, and so forth and so forth, right? We hear all those stories when we ask people why they're renting instead of buying a home. I think it really all comes down to one major thing, and that's this, debt. How much debt is in your life? Because like a bad influence in your life, debt too can influence your life in bad ways. It can make you think about things 
differently because you have learned to have debt, to tolerate debt in your life, and now this is the kind of person that you are, a person that allows themselves to be indebted always to others can not have as much control over their life as a person that doesn't have debt hanging over them. So on this segment today, we're going to be talking about how to be debt-free in as little as one year, depending on your individual circumstance. And I'm going to tell you this for two very good reasons. One, I've used this system and it has worked for me. Two, I learned this system a number of years ago when I got into the mortgage world and my mortgage mentor, God rest his soul, Ben Barker, my mentor passed away in 2014. And I miss him today. Ben Barker was one of the smartest mortgage lenders I've ever met. Not only because he was a great mortgage lender, that's what he did for a living. Ben Barker was a great instructor and he was a great motivator and leader. He was like a Klingon, if you know what I'm talking about with Star Trek. He was one of those people that he got in your face and he told you exactly what he thought. I loved Ben Barker. Let me tell you what I learned from him about being debt-free. So the main thing is this. Debt is really killing Americans' ability to purchase a home. The average American has saved very little of their income. Uh, the most recent stats are anywhere from 0.05 to 1% of their income. And, you know, we actually see that most people, you know, are spending their way into trouble. The bottom line is that you cannot build your own value, your own wealth, if you owe other people money. Ben Barker used to put together a great class on being debt-free in a year, and my notes from him are what I live by. Let's look at the key stats. The average American has over $15,000 in unsecured debt. $15,000 of unsecured debt, that's not very high by today's standards, but that is a lot of money regardless. Our grandparents didn't even have credit cards, and they did pretty good without them. I remember my mom sending me to the store to get some groceries, and my mom would tell me to sign for it. And I would just sign for it. And she knew the store owner. The store owner know me, knew me, my family, her. He knew that my dad got paid about once a month and that my mom would come in and pay the debt. And she did that. You see, she was using debt, that kind of debt, that kind of credit in a good way. She was maintaining cash flow at home so that when my dad got paid, that's when she paid the bills and then she could live without having to spend any more money until the next time she'd pay the bills. Now, there's good debt and there's bad debt. Bad debt is any debt that you use to buy non-assets, okay, when you look at it. If you go into debt to buy a toy, that's bad debt. If you go into, a, into debt to have some fun, take a vacation, go to an amusement park, that's bad debt. You know, it's hard to get rich when you're constantly pulling money out of your pocket and spending it like, you know, fact is, when you're spending, 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 you don't think about paying any money to yourself. I mean, who is the most important life that you think about in your world? It should be your own. If you don't take care of yourself, you cannot take care of other people. Whether we are talking from a physical standpoint or a financial standpoint, you have got to get yourself out of debt. Psychologically, it makes you feel better. And being out of debt, how much stress do you think that would take out of your life? You know, some families actually go as far as divorce because of debt. Either they both got into it, one got in it, they fight about it, whatever the reason, but debt is a uh, saber. It's trouble in a relationship. You know, when you have a lot of debt and you interact with different people, you'd be surprised. So you can set an example for your kids, your friends, your family members by being one of those persons that's a leader in society, working yourself out of debt, staying out of debt. You know, when you're out of debt, you actually even feel better. I know that because with less stress, you're happier, you smile better, you use better muscles, you maybe exercise, go for walks, have fun. It's hard to do that when you're constantly thinking about how you're going to pay your debts and what's this next debt that you're going to take on. Your life will be so much simpler without a whole bunch of debt. But how do you get out of debt? I'm going to tell you. You're listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio. My name is Peter Padilla, and I learned 
how to get out of debt, how to be debt-free in a year, from my mentor, Ben Barker. And here's how you do it. In your first step, what you do is you have to, you have to add up all of your debts. Put them on a piece of paper. Put them on a spreadsheet. Put them on one line. List up your debts. First of all, your credit cards. If you have two, three, four, five, it doesn't matter. Put each one in there separately so you can add the total for each credit card. Then if you've got payments, personal loans, student loans, car payments. Who doesn't have a car payment, it seems like, right? Put that in there because that's one of your debts. You're paying that every month. Anything that you're paying on a regular basis that you have to pay, that you have to pay, that's the important thing that you have to pay. I'm not talking about tickets to the movies. I'm not talking about trips to Tahoe. I'm not talking about football tickets to next year's whatever game, whatever sport, whatever thing. I'm talking about things that you absolutely, these are the necessities. Put them down there in your monthly payments. Now, you look at all your debts and you see all those credit cards, here's the first thing you got to do. It's the hardest part of this whole process. You cut up all your cards except for one of them. Do not close those accounts because those accounts are going to work in your favor. They're going to work in your favor. You're not going to close those accounts. You're going to tear up the cards so you don't add any more debt to those balances. The next thing you're going to do is if you own your home, you're going to get a second mortgage or a new first mortgage to consolidate all of that debt that you have up there. That sounds crazy, doesn't it? I mean, why do I want to refine my house just because I got some credit card debt? Listen, if it's a major debt that you can't handle, you need to know every single option you have. And I think this is a great option for the right people. A first mortgage or a second mortgage is going to do this. First of all, remember, you're only going to do it once. The idea is you only do this once in your life. This is a part of getting out of a big hole. You need a certain kind of shovel, and this is a great shovel. The second mortgage or a new first mortgage. It makes sense because you can bring down your average interest rate down from whatever you're paying right now, which I guarantee you is somewhere in the neighborhood of 16 to 26% on that credit card, you can bring it down to today's new low interest mortgage rates. I mean, we're talking about two point something, three point something, maybe 4%. That's a huge, huge difference in the amount of money you'll have to pay monthly to get that credit card paid off. Your effective interest rate on your mortgage really goes from whatever the note is, it goes down even that lower than that. And you know why? Because home loan interest is tax deductible from your ordinary earned income. At least that's the case in my personal tax world. Everybody's is different, and I encourage you to talk to your own tax professional. Remember, I am not a tax professional or a CPA. Please talk to them about your tax implications before you apply or sign documents on a mortgage. Now, if you can't do a refi, you don't own a home, you can't get a first mortgage, what do you do? You can consolidate all your debts into one or two credit cards. And, and then see if you can negotiate a lower rate on either one of these cards. And I guarantee you, your chances are pretty good that you can. Sometimes you just have to ask for things in this world, you know? Like ask to reduce your debt. This is a great way. It's a great way to help you reduce your debt. Remind those people when you're talking to them, asking about reducing your interest on your credit cards. You're trying to reduce your debt. You're trying to get out of debt, and we need their help to do that. Ask your credit company. Ask them if you'll make a deal. Ask them, what can I do? What can we do to lower my interest rate? After you go through that process, whether you can or you can't, the idea is to make sure you're making the minimum payments on all the credit cards except for one of them, just the minimum payment. Then take any leftover money and use it to pay off one credit card at a time. As you pay off each credit card, you'll have little celebrations, little chances to have fun. And this will encourage you to keep going. I remember when I paid off that first credit card, I thought, wow, if I can do that, I can pay off the other two. It's an amazing process. And then you go with the next system, which is when you buy things, make sure you're paying the least amount that you need to. And make sure you know what you're buying. In fact, go with an all-cash system. I know everybody uses credit cards, but here's what I'm saying. In your mind, this is cash. And if you can do it, go to cash. I use a lot of cash. I love cash. It's fun. It's different. But write down what you spend for groceries, clothes, eating out, fun money, and say, what's your budget? Make sure the amounts are reasonable and that that's where you're going to stay on every single month. And if you've got car payments, remember this, they can be a killer. The idea is you've got to find a way to get your payments down, and car payments is one of the biggest payments most people have. 
If you have car payments now, see if you can not have one. Sell your car. Then pay a cash amount for a you know, less expensive car. If you already have negative equity in your car, pay it off. And when you pay it off and you're going to buy another one, don't go getting in debt again. Pay cash for your used car, something you can afford, and let somebody else take that huge depreciation. That alone is going to help you get out of debt maybe in as soon as one year. If you want to learn more, I encourage you to call me at Nevada Real Estate Radio, and I can point you in some great directions. Have questions for our professional staff at Sage International. Call me at 775-786-5515 and tell me that you want to be debt-free in one year. You have been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to Peter at NevadaRealEstateRadio.com. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team right here on 1180 AM Radio. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of home ownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio, Thursday, 3 p.m. on 1180 AM Radio. Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company is an equal housing lender. Company NMLS number 3274. NV Banker number 1076. NV Broker number 1141. Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045. Telephone number 775-453-0345. Located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200. Reno, Nevada, 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Subject to change without notice. Hi, this is Sherry Hill from Sage International, wishing you all a peaceful and blessed holiday season.